0: This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network.
1: Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Mm -hmm. Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we come... Uh, with Wh- five sketch ideas, <laughs>
2: you didn't want to do the word for word thing.
1: Like oh, I realized, was... like one word into the word for word, that I didn't want to go word for word any longer. It made me really depressed. Yeah, that's cool. And Jack, and I'm, I'm only just coming out of that funk
3: now. Absolutely, it's taken and a I... while.
2: And you don't want to be depressed in front of Jack Drews, who Jack Drews is here today.
3: You do not want to be depressed in front of me. Yeah. Mate, <laughs> I'll tell you that, right? Because he now. will ruin your life. <laughs> you don't... Yeah, he I'm doesn't show any vulnerability when I'm around. <laughs> That's what I always say.
1: It could be because you're a psychopath, or it could be because you're an empath. Yeah. How do we know? Well, the proof is in the violent stabbings, and it's psychopath <laughs> is the answer.
2: But then again, he could be stabbing you out of empathy. Oh,
1: <laughs> sympathy stab.
3: Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, I said empathy.
1: All right, I could be that like, doesn't start with the letter S.
3: I could be so good at stabbing that I'm. I can do it in a way that it guarantees a near death experience that would give you new perspective on life. Wow, yeah, that's great. Yes, like you'd be, you'd have probably a rough few days. I mean. I don't know how stabbings <laughs> go, but then after that, you'd be like, oh, I see, I see the light now.
1: Well, I know how near death experiences go, and I can. I, I imagine a, a rough few days yeah. are involved. <laughs> It's
3: the minimum you can expect. just A yeah. rough few days. Yeah.
2: So is that the uh, the first sketch? Is the, uh, the guy who's like a the like a a precision near killer? Well, okay. To, he he attacks people to make their lives better.
1: I, I I look. I think that's fantastic. If we can make that work, Alistair, I I like it. It makes me think of that movie Flatliners, where they like stop their own hearts so they can have they can be dead and then come back again. Well, which I think they're remaking.
2: Whoa. Yeah. But do they do that with a knife?
1: No. See this <laughs> yeah. is what's good. Yeah. That's he's... right. So what he like he cuts all the you know, you gotta watch out for those major arteries. Yeah. But all the minor ar- arteries, he cuts, all, he cuts of their,
2: all the all the little <laughs> ones out.
1: Every single capillary.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Or like, you know, he's he can he can still hit the major ones, but he just hit it in such a way sure that it's sure, it's, it's of course. healable it's kind
1: of i should have realized them. that he's good enough to do that yeah. i was i was putting limitations on his ability but really he could cut your head off but do it in such a way yeah yeah i yeah.
3: i imagine that this this person is sort of like a um you know that thing where maybe he's he began his career as a surgeon and then he realized mm. you know like i'm I could be helping people. I could use my skills to help people in a more meaningful way. Yes. By sort of attacking strangers who Mm. I think look like
2: they need help. I I like to think that it's a team of people. It's like, you know, sort of like the Magnificent Seven. Yeah, okay. Right? But they all come from different backgrounds of knife use, right? So one was a surgeon, Mm. right? Uh, But then he realized it's saving people's lives. Was was good, but the real yeah. the real heroic act is in almost taking people's lives. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right.
1: And you, because then in a way you're giving them a life, aren't you?
2: Yeah, that's right.
1: By by, like like, if you could have killed someone and you don't kill them, you've given them a
2: life. I think so. I think. I mean, they already had a life. Yes. Yeah. But But they a life that they you, didn't think that they were going to lose mm, and now they realize that life is precious. Yes.
3: Yeah, you've given them... Because like, everyone's always telling you, you know, everyone's going to die. You only live once. You've got to appreciate it. But, yeah. you know, words are cheap, I always say. you got to really let them know. You've got to use a knife. You've got to use a knife. <laughs> so, words uh, are cheap and knives can be expensive. Yeah.
1: It's It's like when you lend your Tupperware to somebody, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, it's okay, you can take it. I don't need that piece of Tupperware. And then a couple of weeks later, you're like fuck, I want that Tupperware back. And then when you eventually get the Tupperware back, it's a little bit red because they've been putting tomato-based sauces in there. But the Tupperware is still good, still seals real nice. And you've you've got a whole new lease on Tupperware. I've been thinking Mm -hmm. about Tupperware a lot. But hang on, look, Uh, I wanted uh,
2: to go back to my thing where I was was talking about all the other guys with the background. So one one is a South American knife thrower. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Right. Uh, another one is a person who does those display cooking things yep. with, with, with yeah. special knives in like a supermarket. These are, these are all oh, knife man.
3: based guys. Well, yeah, these I'm, are all I'm, knife people. Okay. Yeah. I
1: already love that second guy. I love the the, the, the knife display guy mm. who. Uh, I, 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 I picture a whole universe with that guy. He can have his whole own movie. Yeah, great. As far as I'm concerned. Well, I think
2: there'll be spinoffs. I think there will be spinoffs after the original movie. You know, mm. they kind of all come together to. That guy's sort of origin story could be
3: like his his obsession is showing the worth of knives. Like he's like cuts through shoes and cuts through, I don't know, other knives that suck or whatever. Like he just all about showing that knives are valuable and he's finally done that in the the most extreme way he can imagine by allowing knives to give someone a new life.
2: Yeah, and I think I think it's it's kind of interesting to think because you, you often, let's say you are sort of practicing your knife craft, which I think is one of the main first steps of, let's say, French cooking, mm. right? It's all about learning to use the knife and things like that. But there's only so far that it takes you, right? And I think uh, once you get your skills to a certain level, there has got to be next levels. And I guess the highest levels that we know so far about is improving people's lives by almost killing them. That feels like that's mm. probably the highest level.
1: Yeah. I mean, a lot of, uh, really, uh, I mean, what we're describing here is surgery. Because, you know, like, you know, we, we, when you almost kill people a lot, I think, during surgery. And mm. then the trick is yeah. to not kill them. Unneeded you know, elective surgery. <laughs> yeah.
2: or, uh, well, but it's also unelective because you're yeah. forcing it on yeah. people. Sure.
1: <laughs> compulsory. Unnecessary compulsory <laughs> <Yeah>. surgery. Random
2: <laughs> compulsory Wait no. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I'm imagining this entire discussion we've just had, but someone just like Your Honor, in my defence what I was <laughs> wanting to achieve here was a new lease on life.
1: I, I call my first witness the victim <laughs> to tell you how good his life is now. Once that he's still in hospital, all right. Well, <laughs> I request an adjournment. Um Anyway, Alistair, you 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 wanted to tell us all the knife characters. Uh, you only got two in, and yeah. you, you quoted the Magnificent Seven yeah. as your reference so, point.
2: So that's three. So is it? There's two, I think. Well, no, I've got to. I've got to three already. I've got the 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 South American knife yeah. throwing guy. Yeah. Uh, I would say that there's probably somebody who is the son of a of a samurai sword maker who yeah. who just makes kitchen knives. Okay, great. Um, I would say there was one guy who is an English. Uh, sort of ornamental butter knife person. <laughs> <laughs> he's all—it's all about spreads and jams and things. yeah. Absolutely. They call—they
1: call him the Toff. Yeah,
2: I don't know, I don't get that, but they call him the Crumpet. Yeah, right, really. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's four. Yeah, I oh, know that's five. Uh, I think Al's counting an extra one that we haven't mm. heard. Look, okay. <laughs> uh, original guy is the sur- surgeon. Oh just a Richard oh, guy. Okay, you're original counting Jack's
1: bloke. guy. Yeah. Right. Okay.
3: Yeah, non n- specific man. <laughs> <Yeah>. Hypothetical knife-o n- <laughs> bloke. He's yeah. number
2: one. <laughs> um one's one's got a it's a. he's a fisherman sort of guy. So he oh, comes out of from he's a, yeah, he's the filet oh, filletter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fillet. Mm. And uh, and then of course there's the person who Whose only real use of knives is to snort cocaine off of the <laughs> off of the tip of the blade,
1: but he's the cool one. Yeah, he's
2: the cool one. He's sort of like, um, this is a slight, like this is a slight distraction. But I was thinking about this the the super uh, the Ninja Turtles recently, the, the, and and so Donatello is Wait, the, the teenage mutant the ninja teenage ninja mutant ninja. Mm. ninja yeah, Turtles. okay. Uh, you know that well, uh, Leonardo's the leader. Uh, Donatello is. Does machines, he's the sort of the inventor, he's the smart That's one. That's my favorite one. Michelangelo, me too, that was my favorite one. Michelangelo's the party guy. Right? Raphael, he's the depressed one.
1: Is he the bad boy? Was he the <laughs> and, bad boy? Oh, or, the,
2: or was uh, he just was he just was he just sad? He was always walking out kinda like, I can't handle <laughs> <he's> this. Moody. <laughs> yeah. I think he was just depressed. He was the one with mental illness.
1: In it, it in the in the song, I remember it, it did it. Ref- specifically reference, m- reference Michelangelo's a party dude
2: um, yeah Michelangelo's a party dude and also they don't they never hung out with any other people yeah so he
1: like in a part like of all of them the party is only ever going to involve
2: them I, I guess so yeah maybe April maybe Splinter's not getting mm. involved I don't think no, what about party, Casey yeah. Jones well, he looked like he would have enjoyed parties but yeah I
1: reckon <laughs> Casey would have been up for a party Was there, when we were growing up, do you remember some kind of a musical outfit? They might have been Christian rap, but they refer to themselves as rap, rock, and soul. There was some bit, I just, I have this, this momentary vision of like a, they're saying, and together we make rap, rock, and soul. Was that a thing? Or is uh, this look, just like another one of those obscure Christian television ads that only played in Tasmania because it's so cheap to buy television advertising down there?
2: Well, if that is the case, it, it definitely means that it's still possible that it exists. It,
1: that's all, that, I'll, I'll hold on to that. Yeah,
2: I just haven't seen it. Um...
3: So you think it's it's separate, disparate elements that combined make rap, rock, rock and soul?
1: I I, th- I th- <laughs> Well, I mean... They they were three they they were three people they introduced themselves in some way and they said together we make rap rock and soul with like and like maybe that was their different things that they brought to the
2: group so they were sort of like a rapping soul rocking soul
1: soul boys
2: soul boys yeah yeah and so did they have different outfits
1: I, I I mean I I think it was filmed in black and white and I think they all just looked generally cool. Sort like of most cool. Christians, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, they might have had big crosses. I mean, big crosses are kind of like had a period in which they were cool. Did
2: they? Yeah, I think amongst amongst like, people, yeah. Yeah. I
3: think big crosses like translated between people who lived a very Christian lifestyle, yes. and also people who were sort of gangster rappers who did mm. did kill people and did deal drugs <laughs> but also so were those ironic those crosses? also sort of claimed to have a a, a deep love God. of uh, of God yeah all right despite that's... uh spitting in the face of everything that uh God intended for them
1: well i mean how do we know what God intended God's that's God's true. had some complicated messaging over the time he's he's had less than clear cut through in his messaging yeah i would say
2: if he came back, do you think that he would sort of he would point out sort of gang banging as something that he would be against? I think maybe that would... If he came back and he said that, it would feel like he had a real racist agenda. Yeah. Because that would be yeah, pointed yeah. towards yeah. a, de- a yeah. definite... Uh,
1: if he came back and started referring a lot to street thugs... Like oh uh, you
2: go that's not good God Trump has been doing. yeah
3: <laughs> yeah <what are> you... <laughs> like of all the all the issues in the world if he came back and he like specifically kind of early two thousands hip hop like all right we got to sort this out like Puff Daddy Fifty Cent get out of yeah, here bone what, are, what are you guys harmony. doing
2: don't like you guys
1: <laughs> if yeah. if God came back do you think you could make a movie in which God comes back and it's his mission to clean up the streets. And he's on, and he does like a a, one of those sort of The Rock or uh, like you know an old uh, uh, what's his name Mel Gibson type movies, you know Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Okay, right. Where he's you know he's he's had enough, and he goes out, gets some guns or a bat or something, and goes out and just bashes people.
2: Oh man! And so it would he it would be cleaning up the streets like with a bat. Yeah, with a bat. Yeah.
1: Well, I guess his son was killed, right? You yeah. Know, and like that was sort of you know that's a very sort of uh, Liam Neeson take any kind of motivation for mm, a yeah.
3: sort of a revenge spree. I have, a, I have an extremely broad
2: set of skills. Yeah. I am God. <laughs> I can do literally anything at any time. Yeah, but if he did it with a with a hammer,
0: mm. like as in yeah. like, this
2: is clearly revenge, <laughs> and this is going to be brutal. <laughs> like that. I that would like I mean that would be the most violent movie you've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. Cuz he would have sort of like If he's
1: m- everywhere and he's got a hammer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <that's Fuck>. like,
3: <laughs> pitching the how just how dangerous God is. That, it's like <laughs> he can do anything at any time. He can flood the entire earth. <laughs> he can give famine, pestilence, just mm, instant genocide boils. and he's got a hammer.
1: <laughs> now, I, what I want to know is if God's everywhere at all times yep. and he's attacking, he's attacking people with a hammer. Yeah. Is the hammer everywhere at all times? Or does mm. he still have to sort of pass the hammer along to the other bit of himself that's in another region? So, like, if there's a bad guy here, but God's using the hammer over there. Does he need to get the hammer to here in order to be able to bash the guy that's here?
2: I think in the movie, mm. it would give sort of Bruce Willis a sporting chance if there yes. was only one hammer. right? Okay. And you could follow sort of the tracking <laughs> of the hammer. Um... <laughs> You know, you could say, yeah, if you followed, like, the destruction of the hammer. I mean, I think it would still move pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah, sure.
3: Sure. But sinners could keep track of, you know, like, the hammer appears to be in in Russia at this point. (laughs) Yeah, it's making its way across Europe. got a
1: couple of minutes to do some (laughs) business and then get out, then hide.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Um, Look, I'm going to write it down. Yeah, sure. God cleans up with a hammer.
1: God cleans up the streets. The hammer of God... uh... My, a mighty, mighty big ham God's God's hammer.
2: Look, I mean, but like, how would you stop God? And first of all, I just this is something I was gonna say before it, but I don't think it's, it can be that linked to it. But but with when we were so saying, like, let's say he did start going on about gangbangers and things like that. I think the idea that maybe God could come back and that you would be disappointed in him. You know, like you know, like like you sort of can be like. A little bit with, say, some of those big atheist guys like Dawkins yeah, and things like yeah. that. When they, they do a few things that are like, you know, oh, that's a bit sexist. And you go, oh, I'm disappointed in you.
1: Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, like, I guess sort of strictly reading the Bible and a lot of the stuff that has been done in the name of God, it's, it's quite possible to be disappointed with God already Yeah, without him having to come back and Is it... sort of mm. do anything
3: potentially if god came back and sort of disappointed people in the same way that sort of george lucas did where he created this thing that right. was just like pretty great but then over time it became clear the, like the elements this. of the world that he thought were good actually everyone thought was very bad and the elements that everyone enjoys like um he was just sort of doing out of necessity like yeah. you know so it, like let's say it's like god doing a you know, sort of like a new revamped version of of the creation of it all. But he's like, okay, first of all, get getting rid of the Northern Lights. Yeah, they were real. Uh, I don't know what I was thinking there. Right. But um, a lot more rats. Loving these rats. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. Didn't put enough rats in the first time. This
1: is great. So God comes back and he he he's he's like, well, I'm back and I'm gonna fix all my mistakes. and yeah. He starts yeah, fixing yeah. stuff. And everyone's like, oh my god, this is wow. Yeah. And then he does not know what he's doing. Yeah. Can we get J.J. Abrams to take this over?
2: Yeah. Okay. So then, and then, and then the world turns on him, and then that's when he starts attacking us with a hammer. Oh yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and
1: then we're like, well, we like this even less. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I think it's what George Lucas would have done, <laughs> you know, as well. If, if he... George
3: Lucas could have attacked the world with a hammer, you bet he would have. Yeah, <laughs> he'd, he'd
2: had his shot. So yeah, I think this kind of gives it, you know, it gives it a fuller. You know a fuller idea that God came and he was ready for the third book, and he was making the third level of changes, you know, yeah, I think with the second book he brought in some compassion and things like that and this and then and then with this third book, he's really bringing in yeah. he's really of, working on those on the rats and contains yeah
1: <laughs> this latest update contains bug fixes and repairs some security flaws yeah. in the earth um <laughs> George Lucas didn't want it to be industrial light and magic. He wanted it originally to be in- industrial hammer. It was just one big hammer. But anyway, they couldn't so do wanted, that. Couldn't get a hammer. He so they went with light yeah. and magic instead.
3: You look at the original screenplay, it's like they're, they're briefing the rebels on how to destroy the Death Star. It's like there's this small thermal vent, and I reckon if we can get in there with, in there with a, with a hammer, the hammer, we can <laughs> just smash it to bits. And the... Damn Hollywood
1: bigwigs <laughs> destroyed that's his image. Lightsabers—they were originally hammers. <laughs> <laughs> just two guys wailing on each other's hammers. Oh. Dunk, 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 dunk.
2: This <laughs> was your father's hammer. Luke. <laughs> I really destroyed his hand with this hammer. Oh. <laughs> oh. Just yeah, I think that like that was less clean, and maybe that's what the notes that he got when his. <laughs> when Darth Vader just mashed Luke (laughs) Skywalker's hand with a hammer and it was just laid there floppy, you know,
1: like that. Weepy, it just... Just awful, Uh. just a bag, just a
2: bag
3: of flesh, (laughs) almost unrecognized. bone shards. Yeah. Just like when you fill one of those, like, plastic washing gloves with water for fun sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. It's just that kind of floppy. Yeah, almost like you fill
2: it with, like, oatmeal. (laughs) Yeah. Just to kind of give it a bit more texture.
1: (laughs) Um... Oh, that's great! I don't know. <laughs> can, can we have a little note in there about it's like a, a, a hammer-based version of Star Wars?
3: Yeah, I've, like I've seen documentaries about like the, um, you know, the, the big studio execs. Like sort of, um, it's that movie about um, J- Jodorowsky's Dune. I think I'm mm. getting that correctly, but it's this, mm. like sort of revolutionary sci-fi director who wanted to do this movie, and then he kind of his his idea was too too big and too far out. Where I feel like you could do. A sketch that was that type of documentary, yeah. but it was just about someone who insisted that the movie be just about hammers yeah. and yeah. hammer-based violence. <laughs>
1: Does that mean that the Death Star is just a really big hammer?
2: <laughs> well, I don't know, because then why would you attack the hammer with a hammer? Well, <laughs> I mean, maybe that's just your mindset. These are
3: exactly the creative problems he was trying to overcome in the early drafts.
2: Look, I like I, look it's still possible. What if it was just a collection of hammers? Wow, you know it was <laughs> just a ball of hammers ball of hammers <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's cool to, to, Can I change the
1: subject and talk about something that's been bothering me recently absolutely, absolutely. Whoa, we the, that the, the, yeah. the band name Leonard Skinard mm. I think my entire life I'd sort of just vaguely assumed that that was a pun of some kind, right. Sort of mm. like the Beatles, and then you know the Beatles I'd... is a pun. Yeah, which well, mm. is a pun on beat, b e a t, mm. and Beatles b e e t l e s. Yeah, right. Animal. Okay, right. But like, so I assumed Leonard Skinner was some kind of a, a joke or something, and then recently I, I I thought about it for like an extra second. I was like, "There's there's nothing there, is there?" Is Leonard or Skinner? Is that a reference to something? Is that
2: there's a lot of whys. There's a yes, lot of whys Leonard. in there, yeah. Yeah, but
1: uh, I like. I think I'd sort of vaguely assumed it was Leonard something, but
2: Leonard Skinner.
1: <laughs> I mean, if it's a reference to Leonard Skinner, then that's great. And I apologize.
2: <laughs> I really uh, I shouldn't have brought it up. Yeah, but uh, I think I until recently, maybe maybe until five years ago, thought it was just a guy called Leonard Skinner. Right. Yeah, I didn't know that was a whole band name.
1: And Did you think he was a pun? No, no, okay. I thought it was his name. Oh, right. You know,
2: it sounds almost like it could be like sort of a southern name, yeah, you know, like yeah. Llewellyn, you know, or, or Clementine, Leonard, Leonard,
3: Lyna- Lyna- Leonard. So it's I've I'm I don't know anything about any of this to be oh, honest. Look, but, uh,
1: I know very little, so I'm only just
2: ahead of you. But, but just in case you know, they they did Sweet Home Alabama. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Just just so that you had, And them. they're Leonard skinner, skinner I th- I think I think there's no third word. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: But close. Yeah. yeah. Try again. <laughs> but then I
2: think I think all of the vowels in it are Ys. Yes. Yes. L Y N N Y R D Skinnered with the Ys. S K
1: Y N N Y R D. Yeah. I assume. Look, this doesn't feel like it's a very fertile area for comedy. I just wanted to, uh, but it did, was bothering
2: it you for a long. time. It was time. bothering me for a long time. Well, could we take turn the sketch onto onto you so yes. that we're, we're, you know possibly uh, this is a thing that bothers somebody? Yep. And could okay. this could this affect their life in some negative way? Um,
1: uh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Leonard Skin- Leonard Skinner, the the band. That, a lot of their members did die in a plane crash, is that right? right? Could that somehow be connected to it?
3: Do you think the pilot was just like, is it a p- linard skin? What do they think? And then just the dis- the bother caused by the pilot, Yeah, the distraction could, could
1: led could to been, them. Yep, yeah, it could have bothered the plane out of the sky. Yeah,
2: the guy yeah. who was flying the plane was actually trying to just almost kill everybody in the band Yeah, wow. so that they could come to their senses and change, a, and change and yeah. change their name to something less bothersome for everybody,
1: maybe he just thought it was when he heard the name Leonardski, he thought it was just one guy, he just thought it was a guy, yeah, and so he didn't have <laughs> enough fuel for the plane because because it turned out there was a whole band,
2: yeah, yeah, look, that's not so crazy. Is there? Do you think that that's a sketch? No, definitely not. <laughs> oh, it's a small sketch.
1: You think it's a small? Sw- oh, well, okay. That I that if there is something that uh, look maybe it could be if it sort of ties into and references that broader thing of like that you know when uh, there's a band right or there's some some like Foster the People right is that, that a band? band? Yes, they had that song "Pumped Up Kicks," right? Oh yeah, yeah, that song, mm-hmm. right. Foster the People and you 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 say to somebody, "Oh, I really like that band." And that person says, "Actually, it's just one guy." Because yeah, right. Foster the People is yeah. just one guy. And that happens seems to happen a lot yeah. and it
3: and it goes both ways as well.
1: You yeah, got your Yeah, a "Oh, I really like him." "Actually, that's the name of the band." Uh. Yeah, I like uh what's Eskimo Joe?
3: Yeah. Is that a is that a a man named Joe or is that a band? Of, I think it might be people. a band. I yeah. think it's
2: a band of people. Yeah. Yeah. So so um well, look, I think that so that's kind of what's happened to this to this yeah, driver, yeah right f- plane driver, uh, and but then within there there's also uh, how you react when you f- when you see somebody famous, and so they would have got onto the private plane yeah private jet, and he would have realized that it was more than one person right mm-hmm. right. But Obviously. you don't want to look mm-hmm. like an idiot. No,
3: and like I th- I think we're downplaying the level of shock. Like imagine if you were the the plane driver yeah plane driver. Um, for Ed Sheeran, and then yeah. you found out Ed right. Sheeran was like ten people. Like <laughs> that's the level of shock. If you truly believe that's what Leonard yeah. Skinner was, yeah, that's how rattled
2: you'd be. Mm. And there's a chance that he believed that Leonard Skinner was one person so badly that he his brain didn't allow him to didn't see the other people. Yeah. All the other people, you yeah. know. What? And so he just saw a guy I assume he was wearing a big hat. Yeah, I think Leonard Skinnerd, even if yeah. the guy wasn't wearing a big hat, but mm. Leonard Skinnerd sounds like a guy who wears a big, broad-brimmed yeah. hat <laughs> with long hair. He does possibly tinted sunglasses.
3: <laughs> is it possible that every member of this band is wearing the same lot? That's how broad this hat is. Yeah. It circles the whole band. Wow! And they it's walk just in hat as one. That
1: has multiple like dimples in it. So yeah, all, yeah. It's all one brim, one, but you can all one. put your heads into it.
3: it's Long brim, like one of those extended subway sandwiches you see promoted, but never in real life. Sh- sure, sure, yeah, sure. stretched out real long. Kind of yeah.
2: like a tandem sombrero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm the
1: inventor of the Tandem Sombrero.
2: <laughs> you know, because it feels like a kind of band that's either one person or a group of people all with long hair who wear a Tandem Sombrero. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs>
1: I think I think that the idea of the Tandem Sombrero yeah, has uh, to exist independent of I all of this that. mess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all of this unpleasantness. If we could just let that float free and just... We're, I want to give that a life. Write,
3: I feel like something in, like, that the idea of that's the the only way you can really prove that you you love someone is that you would share a, a tandem sombrero. Yeah. And you see you see people in singular sombreros as being kind of a bit lonely and pathetic. But if you could combine <laughs> you and your you and your loved one <laughs>
1: or just that just walking
3: that. in sequence in a tandem sombrero.
1: That that scene in a movie where somebody's broken up, right, and they're feeling really lonely and they look around and everyone's holding hands or swinging together on a yeah. swing or going on a Ferris wheel or whatever it is that people in love do and then you see yeah. people walking along in a tandem sombrero and yeah. you're like,
3: "Oh, <laughs> that could have been love." <laughs>
2: we used to do that. I've put tandem sombrero as a as another half sketch. Sure. Um I've also written down the Leonard Skinnard crash uh as a sketch because I think that it could also potentially be a series of sketches about mm. famous deaths and uh how you could how, misinterpret how they that they occurred. happened. Yeah.
1: I think though that this this man who flies a plane mm. <laughs> who seems to suffer from like totally faith based delusions on random things, I don't think he's the ideal person to be flying a plane, like probably that should have been picked up earlier in the mm-hmm. uh, in the in the screening process, so that yeah he didn't, he didn't get to this point where he's flying private jets. I mean, no. like
3: just just policy in the airline should be adapted so it's not they don't they don't f- fill up the fuel of the plane based on sort of what he reckons a band is
1: yeah, and also like. Just don't let him fly at all if he's just the kind of guy who just sees what he wants to see.
2: Yeah, but maybe like back in those days the policy wasn't that good. Like, you know, they didn't have a strict policy for writing down how many passengers there was gonna be. They would just write down the band or single performer's (laughs) name. Yeah, yeah. And then you'd just guesstimate. You know, if it was the if it was the And then
1: you'd take only exactly enough fuel for that. Quantity Yeah For that guesstimate
2: Yeah Well you're not, you know You're not gonna waste fuel No,
1: no It's peak oil It's mm. probably happened During a time when There was a lot of buzz About peak oil
2: Yeah, yeah. Which we don't talk about We now. don't
1: talk about Peak oil anymore you I know. think everyone Would quite like there To be peak oil now So that we could start Using a bit less But oil. I like that
3: That in the way That people I see a lot of like Kind of crappy News headlines Will be like Is this peak hipster Where it means mm. like, like quintessentially hipster Like Oh this is peak oil Dude, yeah. It's real slippery and <laughs> well, <laughs> flammable. <laughs> that that is peak oil
1: right there. Well, that's also most oil. Yeah. <laughs> but but I see what like you oil mean.
3: Oil being the oiliest it can be. Yeah. That's peak oil.
1: I am um, But but peak yeah. Peak hipster would be like according to the proper definition of yes. peak oil, peak hipster would be we've been using so much hipster that from this point on we're not
2: going to have as much hipster. Sure, but if we can go back to the other meaning of peak, peak oil for just one second, mm. where I was thinking there's a chance that if you had something that was peak oil, it could still not be oil. So if there was something that was very slippery and yeah. extremely flammable, right? Something like like a bunch of really small round twigs, right? Yeah. They could they could act like oil. Because, you know, they, they, they're round and they're slippery like that. You know, yeah, yeah. like that And then, you know, maybe pine needles. Maybe like a, just a too many pine needles sure. like in one place would actually be uh, more oily than actual oil. I itself. don't know if it
1: would be more oily, Alistair. No, oh, but like... And you also, ever on... I mean, to be fair, the <laughs> flammability of pine needles does come from oil. So I feel like oil's still doing the heavy lifting here.
2: Some of it's coming from the woodiness. Oh, that's true. Yeah. If
3: you and had like a real soapy slip and slide that you had made a track into mm-hmm. a forest fire yeah. with and you like <laughs> zipped through the forest fire on the soaped up slip and slide, would that be peak oil?
2: Okay, wait. <laughs> okay, wait. So there's a slip and slide that, yeah. that I've soaked up yeah. and it's going into yeah, a forest fire. It's going right, in, fire? right into a bushfire, yeah. 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 So wait, how is it peak oil? Well, <laughs> oh, it's both slippery and flammable. <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's in in two different ways. I guess you could have all the different parts. We've of the separated
1: oil. out the properties of the oil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sort of the opposite of getting together a whole lot of knife fighters. Yeah, yeah. We've got apart a whole lot of oil, mm. and we've 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 mm. separated its different characteristics.
2: Yeah, yeah. I guess, and then you could you could sort of part out other characteristics. So let's say, you know, like a, Mm. like a soap, a soaped up slippery slide Mm. and a bushfire. So those would sort of make up parts of the peak oil. Uh, maybe something like that really.
0: I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It
2: aids with massaging of a back. Yep. You know, let's say like A, <laughs> a
1: Barry White song.
2: Like a Barry White song, exactly. Yep. And so we can construct something that is... Uh, greater than actual oil using sort of many different things.
1: Well, maybe if we did use up all the oil in the world, Mm. we could still recreate the experience of oil for people. In a wow. very so realistic could to, way, you gotta go to
3: an oil museum where yeah. you've maybe got like a <laughs> like a boombox that the wiring is real bad, so it's sparking off everywhere, and mm. it, it's playing a Barry White song, but it's also been really soaped up, real good. Yeah,
1: it's real, real, real soapy, real detergenty yeah. boombox. Yeah, and you're like, wow. I the, mean, we this we we obviously we don't have any samples of oil, and we can't we can't <laughs> recreate we ha- it. This is the closest we can get to what it would have been like. To see some oil. Yeah. To experience some oil.
2: <laughs> I, I
1: like the
3: idea as well of, like, maybe there's... It, it's people and they're trying to prepare for the future. You know, there's these, these futurists right. and they... One of the obvious real problems for the Earth is that we can run out of oil but the way, the thing that they're concerned about is children of the future not being able to experience oil. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing to do with resources or powering
2: things. We're just, how do we get people to know the sensation of oil? Look, there's no reason why this isn't a whole museum of lost things that we've used up, you know. Because at some point there'll also be, you know, we, we don't have any more floppy disk drives.
1: Yes, we won't have any more panda bears. We don't
2: want any more panda bears. And so you could recreate all of those experiences. Mm. Uh, using sort of everyday, either household items or yeah. just things that you've actually got, uh, you know, your sort of, your prop going. I think, your, your I prop think guy.
1: this is, a, yeah, I think this is really fun. Heston Blumenthal, the chef, does that thing where he like will recreate like an egg, right? But he recreates it out of, um, you know, sweets. Yeah. Or, you know, he'll turn one food, one genre of food into another genre of food. So it looks like one thing in it tastes like a completely other thing. But there's a sort of there's an element of that to this that we are Yeah. But but it's more sort of conceptual because you're just trying to convey
2: Yeah. an experience. But why why limit that to foo- food? You know? Why? You know, you could you could have it for things that you look at, you could have it things for that you uh that you sort of touch with your tongue, like the tip of a battery, one day there won't be <laughs> things like that. Like you know, you will never have to put your tongue on the <laughs> end of a battery, which I've never done because it always everybody always goes ah <laughs> like that, when you do that. So is that a thing like you're a, meant to do? I don't apparently, know. that's how you checked if it still got some charge in it. But
1: that only works with nine volt batteries as well. I think.
2: Yeah, Well, unless you can get your tongue around both ends of <laughs> oh, yes, a of that's a AAA.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and you got a real real thing going on.
2: Gene Simmons could do that. I
1: bet he could. Yeah, he could test a lot of batteries. Now, Gene Simmons is that. <laughs> Is that one man, or is that multiple men? <laughs> we, we don't actually How many know battery testers are we talking about here?
2: <sighs> He's actually one man, but then there's another man inside his tongue.
1: Wow. That's that's how he got his hair like that, was licking batteries.
2: <laughs> I don't know what his hair is like.
1: Yeah. Me neither, but I assume <laughs> it's, it's like what you would assume that yeah. somebody who licks a lot of batteries his hair yeah. is like.
3: If you're visualising what a battery liquor's hair could be. Mm. A bloody Pre- battery liquor, Gene Simmonsy. Liquor.
2: I'd I'd like to live in a in a world where battery liquor was a was an insult.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I think we could create that world. Yeah, you know? I mean, yeah, as
2: in a in sketch form.
1: Yes. Why not? <laughs>
2: <laughs> or like actually change the current world that Why, we live in. You know,
1: in. everybody. If, Insults have got to come from somewhere. There's yeah, a, there's, a, there's a person who comes up with every insult first, and a
3: lot of insults, are like their what they come from, is not a bad thing. Like if you like, bastard is an insult, but it's also not a bad thing in society. No one,
1: I think it but, was when it was became an insult though.
3: I yeah, but I feel like could the same not? I imagine in the early days of batteries, licking them would be a, a very bad thing before they'd figured out all the necessary safety. Procedure. I sort feel of, like on oh, one of the not, earlier batteries, if you licked it, you were in big trouble.
1: But also, when they came mm. up with batteries, they were new. They were like sort of almost the opposite of peak battery. Like there was, it was very minimum batteries, right? It was trough. And so, battery. And the kind of person who li- who had this amazing new technology of a battery, and what they chose to do with it was lick it. <laughs> that would be an insult because they're just a very wasteful person who doesn't respect technology. Yeah, and Ooh. science
3: it would be like if um if elon musk made this like um <laughs> what is it this, this hyperloop but he made it only to lick it and then that was it He never transported anyone across america it just l- gave it a good lick
1: i th- i thought just where you <laughs> were going with that was that the the that you know they're building that huge battery storage in south australia oh, that's what i Tesla. should have been going yeah. with yeah change it to then, that like where they build that and they're like and now just to test it <laughs> <laughs> what is it like? Five hundred gigawatts yeah, or something? Like, yeah, it's
2: good. Ah, <laughs> ah! <laughs> is that
1: is that a, that's like at the at the at the opening ceremony instead of like cutting a ribbon yeah. or whatever it is, Elon's just going to lick the terminal. Elon like, and and, <laughs> and
3: Weatherall <laughs> <laughs> licking the world's most powerful battery. <laughs> uh, the, the press snapping photos. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so. Like, they've just got, like, an anode and a cathode. Well, maybe
1: one of them... Maybe they hold hands and one licks the anode and one licks the (laughs) cathode at the same time.
2: I know, uh, but it is nice, the idea of just picturing one person put it both on their tongue. You're right.
1: There's a a certain simplicity to that.
2: Yeah, and then they they take turns, and so then you know that he's got Elon's... Elon's germs on there. Uh, (laughs) Yuck! (laughs) Is that a sketch? Do you think that's yeah, a sketch? I think
1: I think I think launching the world's biggest battery storage and licking it yeah. like it's not working, or you know maybe it doesn't work straight away or something. you like, you should lick it to test it, and they lick it, and then I don't know. What do they die? They evaporate. Um, um, I mean that almost feels too,
2: too graphic. I think I think they I mean? kind of just go. Ah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh no, it's good. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, good. Thumbs up. <laughs> good and then everyone wants to lick it. Yeah. <laughs> it
3: becomes one of um one of Adelaide's bigger tourism attractions yeah. is like the city of churches and lick this bloody lick battery while battery. you're here but then like it, it
1: fails to solve their power crisis because instead of using it for what it's supposed to be used for they're just a bunch of battery lickers down yeah. there and they're all <laughs> Oh, they're all that, take, they're queuing up to have a lick.
2: But I think it could do for South Australia what Mona did for Tasmania. Yeah, you know, and so finally, uh, it's good that it would a, be great. A great, it brings a new type of person down to.
1: If you're an international lister, Mo, Mona is a is a Tasmanian museum. It's very confrontational, very interesting mm-hmm. art. Private museum. Yeah, and and
3: uh, and Jay Weatherall is the uh, premier of South Australia,
1: (laughs) and South Australia is the bottom middle bit of South (laughs) Australia, which is uh, not the southernmost bit of Australia. It's the you know bits of uh, New South Wales, most of all of Victoria and. it's sort of and like Tasmania. S- and Tasmania and quite a lot of western australia as well is yeah. further south than uh, than south australia so would
2: you say that is uh, like south australia is sort of like australia's uh, new mexico maybe like an Al- you know like adelaide is like an or albuquerque yeah, yeah? <laughs> sure <laughs> You know, and what about like? It's
1: sort of like our center I of mean,
2: gravity, yeah. I think. Uh, it's our
1: what? It's our center of gravity. Like if you span Australia, I think it would probably pivot around. Yeah, if Australia sort of was a fidget spinner, yes.
3: you'd be holding bloody South Australia yeah. with your your
1: thumb there. and forefinger. Actually, you'd probably you'd probably hold Ayers Rock, wouldn't yeah. you? All Yeah, Uluru. You'd probably, yeah. <laughs> and,
2: and he still calls it Ayers Rock. I'm so I'm so sorry. <laughs> I love that. Anyway, uh, do you love it? I, I really like it. You're it like was, an old it was, explorer. It was like a
1: Freudian slip.
2: Yeah, no, that's okay. We know what you, what you really believe. <laughs> um, this,
3: I feel like this could be one of those um, like, viral uh, social media things. It's like, if nations were a fidget spinner, where would you grab it? Where would
2: you gra- Where yeah. would you be grabbing it? And would it be insulting to say Uluru? Like, that you would grab it on Uluru, and then you go, well, that's a sacred rock. Yeah. Go, well, okay. All <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, right, <laughs> Maybe
1: then. I, th- I think there's another mountain that's quite similar to Uluru, not too far away. Maybe we grab it by the Devil's Marbles. That sounds pretty good, doesn't it? <laughs> that sounds really yeah.
2: good. Yeah. Or maybe maybe you could just grab it over like that. What's that? Salt Lake. Lake Air. Lake Air. Oh,
1: Salt Lake. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
2: that's what you want. Good, that, get a real good, good grip. grip. Yeah, but smooth as well. You <laughs> know, exactly. Like, it's good, like it's like you chalked it up like the end of yeah. a like the like, uh, end of a pool cue.
1: Like the end of a, a gymnast.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where would you grab a gymnast if you are going to spin him around like a fidget spinner? Belly <laughs> button? Belly button. Yeah? Yes. Yeah. I reckon, I reckon belly button. Or, or like if you were actually going to spin a gymnast like a fidget spinner, but you had to do it with your hands. Yes. How would you do it? Would you grab him, let's say, like at, around the belly and back mm. like that and then sort of move your arms backwards and forwards and kind of try to pivot them around that point? I feel like a, a gymnast is a very
3: good example because they're one of the few people who who could contort their body in a way that was quite similar to a fidget spinner. Right, they, they yeah. could get the sort of try I think shape there.
1: But the mm. problem is, Alan like you're asking us this like it's a serious question. But yeah. but but like your arms would have to be so long to be out of the way of their legs. A lot right? of the
2: a lot of gymnasts are quite short they're quite short and i mm. guess they could fold themselves yeah. up right i reckon if
3: you have got a very little gymnast and then maybe a basketball player we could make this happen yeah.
1: <laughs> well then we should invent a like a human fidget spinner like panel thing that's got like bearings on it well, you, you strap it you around you could just use place. a
2: lazy susan couple of lazy Susan. yeah, yeah. With, you know like a shirt like i guess a couple of shirts that have lazy susans Sort of sewn into Sewing them, into them. Yeah. and maybe on the other side of the lazy susan, there's sort of gloves, like gloves that are sewn right. up to that panel. Yep. So then you could sort of hold them out and then just spin them. Um, I think this is this is this. this oh rod, my god! Rod, I, just a a I just came up with a name. I just came up with yeah. a name, but it's not good. It's Midget spinner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. Well.
1: I mean, that took the heat off my ears. Rock. Yeah, call, I was gonna say. <laughs> Oh, dear.
2: Okay, let's not call it that, but just know that that the model that some Chinese company steals from us at some point yeah. is going to take that very oh, obvious the and Chinese better name. steal uh, ideas. I think the... This, the fidget spinner idea was stolen like, you know, like like a lot of those kind of uh mm. uh money raising things that what's that crowdfunding type, type of ideas. Right. Some people steal it and then just crowdfund it, it themselves. It. That sounds
1: yeah. great I mean that's how capitalism is supposed to work. You're not supposed to have to wait around to like raise money from your friends and stuff. No, no, no. You just see a, the yeah. idea and you steal it and you just make it. I have a lot of mm. ideas
3: that I would absolutely be fine with the Chinese stealing. Yeah, because I think the I think the good thing about um, you know creating things is having them exist. Yes. And the bad thing about creating things is doing any work. Yep. Where I, I feel like if I could just have the idea part and then and have then it stolen have, have it stolen from me and then maybe mm-hmm. history later on goes mm. oh but jack came up with it and then i can go yeah thanks yeah. That'd see be the quite problem nice.
1: the problem might be that nobody wants to steal your idea right and that would be quite depressing mm. you know like if if it's not stealable there'd well, be some sort of version of kickstarter where you
2: the only way that you would know that though is if is if you knew that everybody had seen it because there's a chance that the only reason people aren't Stealing your ideas Is because they don't see it And they don't get access yeah. to them You know Like I think I, th- I think that that's One of the main reasons Why my, my tweets Don't get retweeted Yeah Is because Not enough people Are seeing them Now if If, if Twitter had a function Where it showed your tweets To every single person <laughs> yeah. That used Twitter <laughs> Yes I reckon I'd get more retweets
1: I don't think you'd need The retweets though Elastair. Yeah It would have already been seen By everyone on Twitter Like what would be the point In them retweeting it Validation <laughs> <laughs> You know? I'm,
3: I, listen up, uh, Chinese internet thieves. Here's an idea I'm <laughs> pitching. Um, it's it's Twitter, but everyone sees everyone's tweet, and no one has the option to follow anyone or be followed. Yeah, I call it the nightmare zone, and it's free to download on iTunes. <laughs>
1: no, it's compulsory to download yeah. on iTunes. Everyone has it now. It's your, like that. Your
2: YouTube, phone is YouTube, always Apple. open yeah. to it. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, look, we do have a- enough ideas. We got here. so many ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, do you want to th- take us through them? I'll, take, I'll take us through. Uh, we got the near killer, yes, which is a a man, but then also later on we'll find out it's it's seven men or women yep. or other, all with different knife based skills. Knife based mm-hmm. skills, mm-hmm. right? And uh, you know, we mean, we named them earlier. Go back earlier if you want to see it, but. One South American, he throw knives. Not know. that I'm saying the South Americans are knife throwers, <laughs> but this particular one did. He comes from the streets of Brazil. <laughs> and I know. I it's... think.
1: Could we have also one guy on the team who's like um, Sean Bean's character in Ronan, who's like wh- talked his way onto the team, tells everyone that he's a big knife guy, mm. but then it's re- re- revealed that he actually has, knows nothing about yeah. knives. He only knows about forks or something like that. Yeah. He's yeah, just been yeah. trying to get by.
2: He only knows about spoons.
1: Spoons. <laughs> he's a spoon man.
3: I think there's a lot of like those type of like um, that style, like Magnificent Seven sort of thing, where there'll be one of them who, you know, he actually has lost his nerve because he actually killed so many people before. Where maybe this guy, <laughs> he doesn't want to dare almost kill someone because <laughs> last time he tried to almost kill someone, he didn't affect them at all in any way. Yeah, Right, they didn't have wow. any revelations. They didn't have any revelations at <laughs> all. They were just a bit scared
2: because <laughs> a guy came at him with a knife. They just yeah. developed PTSD, which yeah. in a way is a revelation—revelation revelation that you're never safe. Um, and then also, I've I've got it written down here that it's called random unnecessary surgery. It's good. Um, Great, right. and then we got God cleans up the streets with a hammer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I really like this one a lot. Um, can I just say, random unnecessary surgery could be a really appalling reality TV show, like in the vein of like those ones that are set in a hospital, like twenty four hours in the Royal Albert Hospital or whatever. Yeah, but mm. this one's random unnecessary surgery, and it's people who don't want this done.
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think that's good. Random unnecessary. So, so somebody brings them in.
1: Yeah, or well, they come to mm. you.
2: That's good, yeah. Or they just wake up and they're in there. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to be rude. I
3: don't know if this could be an edit point or if you want to keep rolling, but I, I need to pee so bad. That's I'm okay. I'm just going to do I'll, it I'll now.
2: Look, I'll, I'll go through God cleans up the streets yeah, with we'll a hammer. You... Yeah, we'll keep talking. Yeah, I'll you, come back. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure
1: you won't miss too much. You'll be back in time to tell us which ones ants would like.
2: Oh, yeah. I would love it. Uh, God cleans up the streets with a hammer, and he so he'd returned with a third book. Yes. and some new changes for earth and so he's yes. kind of just trying to like uh, implement these changes for some reason it involves that he turns out that he really loved rats yeah. and he was trying to push that a little bit more so sort to of make every city a bit more like New York City
1: He thinks um when he made wor- earthworms mm. he meant to make a whole lot more leeches he really yeah, wanted right. all of those to be leeches yeah. as
2: well He sort of got rid of all the categories of of invertebrates and mm. just made leeches Yeah So these kinds of things so so the people uh, of Earth decide that they're quite disappointed with mm. with these new changes. They don't like it, and they completely turn on God. And he then... didn't.
1: He didn't want there to be any oceans. He actually wanted it all to be land. So he takes away all the oceans. Oh,
2: and he just puts quicksand. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. And then, so yeah. So then God gets angry at everybody being disappointed with him, and then he cleans up the streets with a hammer because that's what what we killed his son with. <laughs> um, that's how in, you, you in a way know. we did yeah yeah. Well, yeah you know god i mean jesus would have been able to run away from the cross
1: were it not for the
2: the hammer mm-hmm. you know a lot of people blame the romans but god really? blames the i mean if god came back and he killed everybody with romans that would be crazy too anyway Um, we got half a sketch here which is a hammer based version of Star Wars which is just just, I guess it could could be just a sketch where it's an alternate universe or it's a behind the scenes on the making of Star Wars and they show how much George Lucas fought for everything, all the lightsabers to all be hammers rather than uh, lightsabers and that he lost in that. Indeed. Yeah. And then we got the other one which is just another half sketch which is just about the tandem sombrero. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. I'm I'm really keen for this. I feel like we could even make a tandem sombrero quite easily. I think you get two sombreros, right? Mm-hmm. Stick them together. Yeah. You yeah. sew them down the brim.
2: Oh, I know. But if you, it would be great to see like a five, a five tip,
1: a five five way. Yeah, five way sombrero. Yeah, great. Yeah. Like arranged in a line or in a circle. I
2: picture it in a line. But I mean, it could be, it could be, in a like you could set it up like a, a pentagon, sort of. You could do a pentagon. I was thinking maybe like you could set up like billiard balls, like a triangle, and mm, so you yeah. walk sort of like a flying in formation, v, yeah, maybe. locked yeah. in, yeah. And I guess if you were going into battle, yeah. <laughs> which I don't know how practical it would be in that, <laughs> step, but still, yeah. You know, but it's just one way that you could you you don't need to do as much marching to practice marching and staying in line with each other. Yeah, right. Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know. With you. And
1: uh Locks it in.
2: Yeah. Anyway, there could be one that's weaponized sort of like Odd Job had, you know, in those uh in those uh mm. the James Bond James movies. Bond movies. Mm. Uh but he just wears a bigger hat with that, that has could has more people that could be wearing it. <laughs> I guess because that would be also a statement wearing a tandem sombrero when you're just a single person. Wow. Yeah, I mean a, a a statement that is. I'm I'm so sad. Yeah, but I mean, like, let's say it was all in one line. You could picture it kind of going down your back, sort of like the back of like a stegosaurus. Yeah, you know, it could be a cool kind of uh, yeah fashion statement.
1: I think in the fu- maybe in the future when. Uh it the sun is so hot and mm. it, the streets are baking. Instead of taxi drivers we'll just have people who walk around in a tandem sombrero and then you know they'll come to your door and then you can step out and join them in, under the sombrero as you walk to another location. Yeah.
2: Mm. Like like a bus for pedestrians. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we got Leonard Skinnerd crash was caused by the strong belief uh, in the <laughs> that pilot the th- that the band was one man.
1: I'm amazed we got anything out of that fucking terrible suggestion from me, but but that could be the worst sketch we've ever come up no,
2: with. No, 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 there's something. <laughs> no, good there. I like it. I think there's you know pe- people can relate. People I can... feel like there's something
3: in um, just the it, there should be some sort of I guess regulation on if your band is more than one person right. it can't sound like it is one person and if your band is one person it cannot sound like it's more than one person yeah because yeah. No, no, there's no, a lot no. of there's a lot of incidents with my favorite band the mountain goats where mm-hmm. the mountain goats is one person but they're not always one person not right? always but the mountain goats early stuff is one man really and then other men were added to play bass guitar and drums and saxophone over the years but you there's a lot of Songs that will be like you know you look on YouTube, you like mountain goats, and then this name of track, and then it's just just a guy see
1: this you know, is this it, this is really hitting home
3: there there he is on the on the plane way too much fuel they've wasted so much money on fuel, mm. assuming there'd be you know several several mountain, mountain goats.
1: goats yeah i he's he's done it real, like not only is it a word. You know that is like that it, it, it doesn't specify sort of anything, but it's also a plural, mm. right? Like you could call a band mountain goat, right? And I'd still probably think that was multiple people, but yeah, if you called it mountain goats, oh, i f- the mountain goats, yeah, all of them, all the goats.
2: <laughs> is is who me? I'm, I've, I've written that down as a sketch. It's a guy who's trying to get this law passed. Yeah, yeah, right. it's too confusing. I think, I it think, could be related to the littered Skinnerd crash. Yeah.
1: I, I I think that this this law is, like, this is maybe in Parliament, like, they've yeah. got some big reform that they're trying to do, like, maybe, you know, uh, passing marriage equality, but they yep. can't get to it because they've got to sort this issue yeah, out yeah. first.
3: Mm. And I think maybe instead of the Leonard Skinner crash... Because I feel like a, a crash where people died is a good reason that you should try and have law reform. I think it's more, mm. back to you were saying earlier, Andy, of just being sick of, of looking a bit dumb sometimes mm. when you assume it's the wrong one. I am yeah. sick and of And that's that. why you're trying to
2: get the law passed. Yeah, but so, that's, the, that's the main drive of it. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely the main drive of it. But, you know, a death is always very helpful in passing laws. Um, we've got... Uh, <laughs> Recreating oil using other objects like a soaped up boom box on fire. (laughs) You know, and so this is like a museum where uh, objects that no longer exist uh, can be like written about. And it's like a museum, but for objects that no longer exist. Mm. And so they don't have the objects themselves. We didn't save any oil for the future that we could put into a, uh, you know, museum but you have <laughs> a
1: museum a... that would just have some oil some in oil. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. but you would go to experience yeah. the
2: oil, but you can go experience what it's like, what oil was like by sort of touching this kind of soapy S- boom, box Soap boom, box boom box. That's on, box fire. on fire.
1: It's playing Barry White. Yeah. It's yeah. playing Barry White. <laughs> <laughs> Cause,
2: it was, Cause it was something that helps lubricate a massage. <laughs> um, I think that's really great. Uh, launching the world's biggest battery storage uh by licking it with your tongue and so that's about south australia that's when they're going to have elon musk is setting up the biggest battery mm. um we got this fidget finnitz- fidget spinner for humans <laughs> right <laughs> um i think it's it's kind of like in the end it has to be a story about the people that just want to achieve this yeah you know it's a it's a character piece about the oddballs well Maybe we. Because we were talking about that the original
3: idea was stolen. So. Yeah. Maybe. It's someone claiming their original idea was stolen, but their original <laughs> idea was this nightmarish bullshit where they're like, you yeah. get someone real little, then you get a basketball player, and you strap a lazy Susan to them, and it's just this total mess. And then someone else yeah. invented the little fidget, the fidget spinner, spinner. And they've gone, they've stolen my idea Yeah, for And for spinning a thing around.
2: Yeah, I think I like that you could see a scene of him trying to present it to, like, a Shark Tank type thing. Yeah, yeah. And he's just got, like, he's... He's got his son or his daughter, yeah. and he's just trying mm-hmm. to like spin them, and yeah. they're going... <laughs> he's
1: just... And it's somehow supposed to be like relieve stress or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Like, helps with anxiety. Come on!
2: Tuck your head. Tuck your head, Sandra.
1: <laughs> Don't kick my face. <laughs> you, did, you,
3: did you do any of those core exercises
2: yeah. I told you about? No. Look like it. Look more. Make your, Make your leg look like a circle. <laughs>
1: Like one of those fidget spinners.
2: Stile my idea. Yeah, and so... And then I've got the uh, the man passes law where a band name can't sound like a person mm. and uh, or sound like a, a like, like a person can't sound like a band.
1: Now, I'm sorry to say, I'm looking back on all of that, I can't think of a single sketch that ants would like.
3: I was thinking that a bit, yeah. I mean... What would ants think of a soaped-up boombox on fire? Like, what? Because I don't know what I think about that.
1: Mm, yeah, uh, I, I think I think they'd probably avoid it. Well, I think mm. that there's a chance that. Do you think the bassy
3: tone of Barry White would just sort of attract them because they're on oh, the ground maybe. and the, just the rhythms would be
2: interesting? I think the near killers that you know that would probably leave a lot of like random blood falling on the ground, and that would, I guess. Maybe attract ants. I don't know if dead bodies yeah. attract ants.
1: I think that I think ants. Mm. I think ants would eat meat. I don't think yeah. they're too picky yeah. about that kind of stuff. I now, mean, I think they could take it or leave it. To be honest.
2: Yeah. Or if one of the bodies had like a Snickers in its pocket. Yeah. Well, well, well. hello. Now you've got ants' <laughs> yeah, attention. Yeah.
3: <laughs> also, I, I'd like to say at this point, I feel like a lot of why you sometimes review whether or not ants would like it, it may be a bit of my doing. because It's I, entirely your I, doing. It's entirely yeah. my doing because there was one time you did it by chance and I requested that it be a regular segment. And I want to say on, on behalf of the, the listeners here, it's not. I don't think whether or not ants like it is a judge of the quality of the sketch. I just think <laughs> listeners need to know. So yeah, even if yeah. none of them ants would like, I think it's important to those listening that they know whether or not they would. Yeah. it's it's about openness rather than it's it's not a representation of quality
1: no i, I absolutely and look yeah. uh, uh, the, don't get me wrong like the the ants not liking these sketches is not because they're not bad sketches they're just not to their particular taste i think the ants would tell us that as well yeah mm. yeah you know
2: they'd or at least you know, touch our antennae and sort of yeah. give us a, a general yeah. gist of <laughs> yeah. whether or not <laughs> I guess in that regard, with, if they touch sort of antenna and just get a general gist, they probably oh, yeah. wouldn't mind the sort of the t- people touching the tongue and you're getting right. a little. Yeah, yeah. To, to yeah. In,
1: you're right. That is that is probably the closest in a sensory experience that mm. we come to what it's like to be an yeah. ant.
3: Ooh. And if we were thinking as well, if we were thinking that the the amount of sort of uh, loose blood on the ground with these yeah. almost killers would ants would like that, surely to the same extent they would. Really love God cleaning up the streets with a hammer, well, the amount true. of loose blood in the streets <laughs> then would be the ants would absolutely go wild for that yeah, well, I
1: mean, maybe one of the things that God wants more of is ants yeah just <laughs> yeah. all over I stuff. like
2: that I like that but like no more. they were
1: supposed to be in your sandwiches that's yeah. why they always trying to get in there yeah but well, you can't you, what do you mean you 've been keeping them out of your sandwiches
2: Oh sky nests, imagine more flying ants you know, and they just had oh. sky nests. Yeah,
1: like a swarm that gets together and
2: Well, you know those ones that can get together and sort of like form a little floating raft
1: mm, but in the sky. S- yeah, well exactly. How about that yeah. but in the sky? Sounds like a good reason to wear a tandem sombrero. Oh
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or to take off your tandem sombrero if you just walked into one of those clouds. Mm. Well, guys, that is Yo, <laughs> hey. Oh, hey. Hey, yo.
3: hey yo.
1: Thank you so much for being on the podcast, Jack. No
3: worries. I had a lot
2: of fun. I'm a, a big you, fan
1: you're a, you're a, you're a good man and you're an excellent person to have on
2: the podcast. Oh, thank you um you you so yourself have a or two podcasts or um, multiple.
3: Yeah, well, at the moment, I'm doing a podcast with uh, other recent guests on the show, Beck uh, Petratus.
2: Oh, internet celebrity Beck internet Petratus. Internet celebrity
3: Beck Petratus yeah. um, does a podcast uh, with me that's called Friendship Mates.
1: My favorite name for a podcast. Oh, mm. thank you. It's a really good name.
3: Well, uh, yeah, it's, um, it's a podcast that's because... Um, we're fr- like we're mates, and we have a friendship, and it's n- it's a land-based podcast. There's no ocean element to it, and you um,
2: and you answer. Uh, yeah, it's
3: a land-based advice. Yeah, is great. The, the theme of the show, it's yeah. a land-based advice podcast. You've been
1: getting a lot of maritime questions. You would
3: not believe it, the amount that is flowing in. So um, please
2: contact them, but stick to the land if you got questions yeah, please yeah, yeah. if you have any
3: land based advice um, get us on uh, Friendship Mates on Twitter and
2: so some of these sort of like flying ants and stuff like that you wouldn't take questions on that right
3: yeah I mean if the if you like a lot of the issues you have with flying ants is when they land
2: on you yeah sure. great. that's true sure. I'd, I'd take that question and so if you're on land then that yeah. m- makes sense but if for some reason you're floating in space
3: yeah then I would not okay you would answer question, that question
2: no. great uh Cool. Well, we're on. Uh, do you have a Twitter? You have a Twitter.
3: Yeah. Um. I, I'm at Jack Drews, and uh, if I if I could plug one little oh, yeah, thing, I'm doing. Uh, if you do live in Melbourne, I'm doing some stand up shows on every Saturday in August, mm-hmm. and there's info on that. That is very well. exciting. Yeah.
2: Where, where's Where's the info for that? Uh, on my Twitter and Facebook and Great. all that stuff. But yeah, Jack Druse, J I C K, <laughs> D R U C E. <laughs> Did you see J I?
0: <laughs> you did.
2: J A K D R U uh, C E. Um,
1: uh, I'm at stupid old Andy. I'm at Alistair TB. We are at Two in Tank. You can rate us and like us on iTunes, and we love it when you do. Thank you to all the people who have done that. That's so nice. Yeah, and
2: uh, keep up the good work with the being you, and uh, say be kind to your parents. And we we love, love you. you.
0: This podcast
1: is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you.
0: When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy.